Good morning, Algonquin. This is Mr. Kellett. I'm sitting here with Miss Turner and our first ever live studio audience for Four Score and Seven Podcasters. Hey, studio, how are you all doing today? That was a, that was quite a warm welcome, wouldn't you say, Miss Turner? <laughs> I am very excited to be here. Yeah, so um, we are here during our second step period, our student and teacher enrichment period, which are happening during our Bell Schedule pilots here at Algonquin. So we thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to spread the word about the podcast we're doing, to get students to uh, learn a little bit about what podcasting is, maybe learn a little history, and we divided our uh, talk today into a few segments, and we're going to have some audience participation. So. Miss um, Turner, what do we have first on our agenda to talk about today? So first we're going to go through some of the stuff that's going on actually at Algonquin. First being the pilot schedule. What are your thoughts, Mr. Kellett, on the schedule? Well, I, I well, Miss Turner, I, I was on the committee to kind of come up with these proposals. And first of all, I would note we wouldn't be here today during a school day, during a step period, um, participating in an activity where students who aren't in our classes – um, can try to explore one of their interests. Maybe maybe some of our students uh, today will go home and start their own podcast or start, so. or start listening to different podcasts and realizing that they're a great way um, to enrich yourselves, enrich your knowledge. But the schedule, Kellett. What, what, what questions do you have about the schedule, Ms. Turner? I, I want to know how you feel about it. I love it. How this do you week, feel about it? This week it? is terrible. Why? Because I want to end the week on, I want to end and start the week on the same day. So do you I feel hate this week. you feel the first week was I better? I miss period five. I don't even know. I haven't seen them in days. Okay. What do you want me to say to that? I want you to say that last week is better than this week. All right. Well, we're going to have a formal feedback process. You know, I think we need to ask some of our audience what they I think about the I would love to hear schedule. from some so of the audience. Let's have a couple of people quietly from our audience. Come on, we got a couple of seats here with a couple of mics. Um, and uh, you know, we've got we haven't got another mic over here. So we've got a couple of individuals who've just sat down with with myself and Miss Turner, and we want to hear their thoughts uh, about uh, about the bell schedule. So uh, go ahead, young man. What do you think? Hi. So uh, a lot of a lot of my peers have been complaining about the bell schedule for both weeks so far. That the classes seem really long. Because like fifty five minute periods every day seems I don't know kind of too much too much for a lot of people. And <laughs> I can mm. I can agree with Miss Turner. On the point that we never see period five, I happen to be in her period five class, and I forget everything from that class. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Ms. Turner, there you go. You have a student in your period five class who agrees. They, she, he needs to see more of you. I would just like to see everyone on Monday and everyone on Friday. Okay. It, allow, it allows me to plan easier, and I know that's not on the top of the list for many of the students probably, but it does allow me to plan in a better way for All my right. classes. Fair enough. Thanks so much for sharing. We've got another individual over here who wants to share his thoughts on the bell schedule. What do you think? Yeah. So, personally, I, I got to disagree with you, Ms. Turner. I feel like last week went very slow, and the disagree. days were just longer. And then this week has gone, so far, pretty fast. So you like the 55-minute? Yeah, I like the time. longer yeah. classes. All right, well, all right. well, thanks for your input there. That's fantastic. Yeah. We've got another student here who's popped into our, uh, our student chair. What do you think? Um, I like this week better than last week because especially in my math classes and the classes that last a lot longer, the 67-minute periods were a lot to, fu- to fill, and my math teacher had a lot of trouble keeping us all concentrated. In fact, in the end, she just stopped um, the class 10 minutes early because she- none of us were paying attention. So the 67 minutes was, like, 
a lot more than a lot of the teachers wanted to fill. All right. So we've gotten some good feedback, I think, so far, Ms. Turner, about the time length And of in periods. defense of the teachers, we've never planned for classes that are these different lengths. So it's hard. I, I can speak from just from my own personal experience. It's hard for me to plan what I can fit into these kind of periods. We've got one last student with their uh, the thoughts on the bell schedule. And, the and bell if, schedule. if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. One thing people haven't talked about is the step period concept. Exactly so, what I was going to talk about. All right. Yes. So tell me a little bit about what you think about that. Moving the mic a little closer sure. to you. Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, so personally, I really like this week's schedule better than last week. I feel like last week was kind of limiting with our step flexibility. This week we have two step periods, and I honestly love the step periods. I think if we have two, uh, theoretically, uh, next year, if the schedule goes into place, we have two step periods every week. I think it's a very productive time for uh, all students, all teachers, um, teachers can prepare. They can have a directed study. They can do fun games with the students. Students can learn so much. They can have a study if they had, have never had one before, like or a myself. They can do a podcast like we're doing right now. It <laughs> <laughs> would be great. All right. Well, thanks. You know, I think we've got a good – thank you so much. Let's give it up for our student volunteers here for the uh... – <laughs> Wow, we might have some audio technical difficulties here. We're going to blow out all of our equipment here. But um, that's great feedback, and I think that it's important we acknowledge that there is no perfect schedule, and there's pros and cons and everything we're The exploring. perfect schedule is last week's schedule. Well, that's not what some of our, our volunteers said. So I don't know if we're all going to all come to a consensus about it, but what I do like about it, Ms. Turner, is that we're all talking about how to make Algonquin better. And uh, we're, we're having conversations about how we can uh, Yeah, I want to put in here that I'm so grateful that we've had the opportunity to try two different schedules. I've been here for 15 years, and we've had the same schedule for 15 years. And many of us have talked about the need for some kind of break or a step period, and I am happy, so happy that we are able to try this out. All right, fantastic. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and in a couple of minutes, we're going to start talking about some other news and notes about what's going on here at Algonquin and around the world, everybody. So... We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Our next segment we want to talk about is the show Chicago that played uh, in the auditorium Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday? Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, I wanted to speak from my experience going, and I, we're going to hear from some of the students that were there. Fantastic. So uh, I, I have to admit, I'm not going to lie, I did not go to the show. Um, and uh, what I did hear uh, from virtually everyone was that it was a fantastic performance. And I heard some people say that, um, you know, we're talking professional caliber performances from some of our students here at Algonquin. Um, and it's just great to hear that. So wh- what, did, what, did you, what were your experiences there, Ms. Turner, when you, when you were there? Um, I just wanted to start by saying that the lead in the show, freshman student, and she was just excellent. One of the best student performances I've, I've ever seen. She was really great. Fantastic. We've got a couple of gentlemen sitting here who were in the show or helped uh, help and contributed to it. What was your experience, guys? Um, I was an actor in the show. Uh, I played a lead role, and I really thought um, a lot of students, uh, I think the actual number was 57, really came together and... We created uh, such a great show, and it was a lot better than I thought it would be at the beginning. I thought it would be a good show, but it turned out to be a great show. We had a great audience all three nights. I thought really everything came together all three nights. We had some great performances, great dancing, 
great pit orchestra playing, and I really thought um, it was just one of the best shows I've ever done. Just jumping in for a minute, I would say when it seemed like the whole group was on the stage, the singing and dancing that was choreographed all together was amazing to watch as well. Yes, yes. Uh, I was in the pit orchestra, and I think there were 23 of us. We were actually all on stage because... Um, I love <clears> that <throat> portion of this, that Mr. we could see them on stage. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Damar, him and some other um, uh, people constructed a giant set on the stage so then we could fit a whole jazz orchestra that we could accom- accompany the wonderful performance that was put on by the the actors and... We can't stress enough that the choreographer, the director, I don't know, everyone just put in a lot of really good work. Well, I think that, um, uh, first of all, congratulations, guys. I've heard fantastic things. I think that a musical um, is a great way to bring uh, a community together, and hopefully what we want to do today is just highlight it and give it the attention it deserves um, and make a note of how... uh, we have so much talent in this building in so many different ways, and we're really glad that you guys uh, and gals who performed were able to uh, find an outlet for that. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just have one more thing to say. Um, the whole set and everything behind it is primarily student-run, and that's what I think was something so great about the show is that all our light technicians, sound technicians, stage managers, behind-the-scenes people were all students. And even helping the set along with faculty a lot of students helped out you see the program you see probably three faculty member names and then maybe around 20 students who helped out it was really excellent and the diversity of students uh, in grade level um, and in all of the different ways you can contribute to a performance music the sets the lights um, and the actual performances like it was amazing to see all of these groups of people come together and perhaps groups of people that wouldn't otherwise come together absolutely audience what do you think about uh, the skill we have at Algonquin. I'll just let you respond with uh, a big applause. Yep, yep. I think that pretty much. I think that pretty much sums up how we feel about it. So, uh, thank you guys for for your uh, for your contributions here right now, and for your contributions to the to the musical. And we'll be right back. All right, we're back from break, uh, and we're going to move into our next segment, which is to have a little fun with some of our students about some U.S. history trivia. Are you guys ready to have some fun? Yes! 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 Well, it sounds, Miss Turner. It sounds like we're ready to have some fun. I, I am already having a lot of fun. We've got uh, we've got two teams of two sitting uh, to either side of us. Uh, do you, you guys want to say hello? Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. And uh, each one of these students has a uh, buzzer uh, in their hands. I was wondering if they could just play for our audience. Okay. The buzzer sound. Look. Wow, that was just disorderly. Let's start with blue. All right, orange. Nicely done, Miss Turner. How much did these buzzers cost? Uh, twelve ninety nine. Right. Make sure you deduct that on your taxes for education. Plus batteries. Oh, you you stole batteries. those from me, so that's. Fine. I stole two from you. I bought right. the rest. So we're gonna play a U.S. Check history trivia. If you know the question, then uh, you buzz in and you get uh, one guess. Okay, and uh, there are prizes. There are prizes. Okay. Another twelve ninety nine. This is what we do for our students. We spend <laughs> our money. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. You want to do the first question, Miss Turner? Sure. All right, first question. 
Created by an American inventor during the Civil War, what rotating multi-barreled weapon was the first major practical machine gun? Uh, I, I don't think it's machine gun, but I'll just say the Minier bullet. Incorrect. Whoa. David. Well, I know it's a Civil War thing. The Gatling gun. That is correct. We are correct! Oh. Let's go. That was an impressive answer. And, you know, good guess. Good Nicely guess. done. Thank you, audience, for that. I didn't know the answer. <laughs> All right, question two. Baron Edward de Stokel negotiated the 1867 sale of what future state that was then derisively referred to as Seward's Folly? 1867. Oregon? Incorrect. Incorrect. It's basically multiple choice. I don't know why you guys. Wyoming. Incorrect. Incorrect. Miss Turner, no, what was it correct? It. Does anybody from the audience know? Anyone? It's uh, Nebraska. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is Alaska. Nebraska. Folly. Oh, Alaska. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got three more questions in this round. All it's, right. currently, it's currently one to nothing. Um, and what's your team name over here? Fortnite. <laughs> Team Fortnite wow. in the head. All right. Here we go. After violating the Tenure of Office Act by firing Secretary of War Edwin Stanton in 1868, which U.S. president found himself impeached? 1868. Hmm? Andrew Jackson? Ooh. No. Half, half correct. Andrew is correct. Andrew is correct. Andrew no, Johnson. That is correct, but no point. Oh, oh man, it. it's still one nothing Gatling gun. But you know what? A for effort, everybody. All right, two uh, two more questions to go. Let's see how we do. The Declaration of Rights and Grievances was drawn up in response to what parliament uh, that ta- what act of parliament that taxed all official papers in the colonies? The Stamp Act. That is correct. That is correct. What's your team name? What is your team name? I don't know. What is our That's team right. name? I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, the- you're wearing uh, you're wearing a sweatshirt that says USA, so you'll just be America. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's one to one, and this question is for all the marbles, everybody, and for the the twelve ninety nine prize. I don't even know what it is, Miss Turner. This is for all of it. That's true. This is great. All right, here we go. The Declaration of Sentiments was issued at what eighteen forty eight women's rights conference in New York, organized by Lucretia Mott and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. That is correct. Say it with a little more confidence. That is correct. Well done. Thank you to our student participants. Now, Miss Turner, what have they won? They have won a selection of fidget toys. Fantastic. The Rubik's Cube does work. There are some fidget spinners and some... Yeah, enjoy. All right. So hopefully we've learned a little history uh, throughout the course of yes, our little trivia. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
All right, we're back at four score and seven podcasts. We have a special guest who just walked in the door. Who came in the door, Miss Turner? One of my favorite guidance counselors ever. Introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Oh, this you're is... yelling into the mic. I'm so sorry. I'm used <laughs> to it. Hi, everybody. This is Mrs. Mackey. Hi, Ms. Mackey. Welcome. How are you? Um, well, uh, what do you think how about are you? podcasting? You just, asked. you just asked how she was. You All right. How are you? I'm doing great today. Now, what's Thank going you. on around the building? Have you checked out Actually, the other step periods? Yes, I walked around. Um, Mr. Vincent has a bunch of guys that are in there playing guitar, which oh. is pretty awesome. Yeah. Who else did you see? Um, I saw Miss Rufo. There are sugar cookies and a movie playing. Uh huh. Um, Mr. Godbout is listening to some Al Green. And playing the game of life. Oh, I love the game of life. I love the game of life also. It's been Great a while choice. since I've played life it. Life is a game. Life. <laughs> Maybe to you. <laughs> In the end, everyone loses. Um, Whoa. And the, uh, oh, damn, girl. <laughs> and the writing center is hopping. And oh, really? yeah, Fantastic. so uh, yeah, well, I, I made my way around. Well, as you can tell, we're doing a little podcast. And our segment now is to talk about some interesting news stories Ooh. that we've. Uh, We've uh, come across over the past week or two. So it's a little current events segment. And um, I just want to talk about a story that I was reading uh, just last night on NPR. Did you know that for the first time uh, in China, excuse me, they have debuted an artificial intelligence news anchor? So you were to watch the news, you would see a person. Looks like a person, but is a robot. Exactly like a person. It's not even a robot, it's a digital person who's not a real person. Telling you the news. What do you think about that, Miss Mackey? I don't like it one bit. I watched like it. it. I didn't like it either. I mean, do well, you think that this is the future here? I certainly hope not. Mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing the newscasters. I like well, you the can personalities. See them. No, but they need to be like real people. You wouldn't even. You can't even tell. Oh God, that's so weird. <laughs> it was really bizarre. So, what, are they going to start finding like guidance counselors and putting? Guidance I was thinking, like, how does this, like artificial I guidance counselor about me? Yeah. yeah. And, like, so, are yeah. they going to have like hologram? I'm a little teachers. worried that Khan Academy is just going to put us all up. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, we're trying. To, that's why we're doing the podcast to prove that we're not robots and that we can do other things too. I swear, we're we're real. We are real. We are real. This is real. You're listening to real voices. Um, so that was one. Uh, there was another story that we were reading just the other day. Uh, somebody somehow this made the news. Uh, I was at I was in New York uh, um, over the summer for a weekend trip, and Times Square is a crazy place. So some mm-hmm. guy decided to try to propose in Times Square, mm. and they caught it happens on, a lot. A lot of yeah, Times yeah of course. Mm-hmm. But this this particular individual was caught on a security camera proposing, and then like while he was on his knee, dropping the ring into a sewer grate. Oh God! Um, and uh, the New York police, you know what they did? Did they go in the sewer? Well, they didn't go in the sewer, but they like they 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 went and fished it out. They like snaked it out. They snaked it out, and then they ring. put the video online, and they got like they found the guy who was like all the way on the other side of the world. And they said, "We found your ring," and that's great. That's a real feel good really story. Nice. You know, it's, that's yeah. what this is all about. We're all but about, I would pass on the ring. We're all about positivity. Have you seen the sewers? No, actually, I haven't seen the sewers. Have you seen Times Have you seen the sewers? I don't know. I've, why. I've seen the top <laughs> of them. All right, so. That's our news segment. Now we're moving into our history segment. This is called Kellett and Turner Teach Each Other Some History. You get to be a witness to this, Miss Mackey. So we're not only is Kellett going to teach Turner, but it's going to be Kellett teaches Turner and Mackey, and Turner teaches Kellett and Mackey some history. I'm into it. Let's do it. um, uh, Miss Turner, you were going to teach me something I didn't know a lot about, and I think our student audience might be interested in it. So I know that we all go to Algonquin, and I think that sometimes we think about the name Algonquin, we think it's a Native American tribe, and that maybe it was a tribe that was around here. And so I did a little bit of um, researching and found out a little bit about the Algonquin Indians. 
Native Americans, excuse me. Um, they were actually a tribe in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are not a tribe anywhere near here. But the Algonquian, like I-A-N instead of U-I-N, um, is a language group. And the language group is locate- was made up of many of the languages that are from here all the way to the Rocky Mountains and kind of north into Canada. So I thought that that was interesting and something that we frequently uh, misspeak about mm-hmm. here at Algonquin. What do you think about that, Miss Mackey? I actually have researched that uh, myself um, because I was curious the origin of the name Algonquin when I first started working here. Um, And I looked it up, and I did see it was Canada, but I didn't get as far as uh, the language piece. So that's Um, very I went even further to to research the tomahawk because I thought maybe they Mm -hmm. were somehow related, and indeed they were. Algonquin Native Americans were the first ones to use tomahawks, and tomahawks were also used during the Revolutionary War, which kind of links up to the U.S. history that we teach. Mm. So I thought that that was also interesting. Well, speaking, well, thank you, Miss Turner. I think I think that was fantastic. Don't you guys think that was fantastic? Well done, everyone. <laughs> Our audience is very into the show. <laughs> record, we're not offering any bonus points or anything. They're all just here to be here. That's what it's all about. Speaking of things, Miss Turner, that we teach in our classes, our U.S. history classes, I want to talk a little bit about Abraham Lincoln. You know anything about Abraham Lincoln, Miss Mackie? Put you on the spot. Um, honest Abe? Well, that's that's the idea, right? That's, honest that's Abe. That's what I know. That's what you know. <laughs> well, let me tell you something that you might not be familiar with. Let's talk about his dreams. Like, Why do you know night? about Abe Lincoln's dreams? Because he talked about them. Ooh, right? There's some interesting... To you? Uh, no. Uh, that's a relief. So there's a there's a there's kind of a myth out there that Abraham Lincoln actually had a dream in which he foreshadowed his own death, like a few days before. Get out of here. I'm I'm right here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Okay. All right. Out like, of here. The key the key is myth. I mean, this was somebody who, after the fact, said that Lincoln told him about how he had a dream that he was walking around the White House and he saw his own corpse in the White House. Um, Wait, is this the truth? No. Oh. Well, I mean, we don't know. I mean, like, most historians have kind of said, like, we're not really sure if this guy was just kind of telling a, a tale. But what we do have documentary evidence of is the fact that Lincoln did have recurring dreams and talked about them. Uh, one of them was when uh, he um, was uh, – I'm trying to get the quote here from uh, somebody's journal here. Got his secretary of the Navy – Gideon Wells said he related to me uh, that the dream, he had a recurring dream about him in a vessel moving through the water, um, and he always had this preceding a major Civil War battle that became a Union victory. So maybe Lincoln was knew the future, knew the future um, and was able to predict major Civil War victories. Wow. You know, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if you believe in that sort of thing. I certainly do. I absolutely do. All right. Does our audience believe in, uh, you know, predicting the future through dreams? Yeah! 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 I do it all the time! I'm surprised that there's such a like a consensus on that issue. You know, I thought that we'd all have different opinions on it, but apparently... Thank you for disagreeing. Apparently live podcasts really appeals to... The dreamers out there. Uh, so um, we're gonna we're gonna head into our final segment, which is gonna be a, a trivia segment before we wrap things up. So um, in just a few minutes, we'll be back with some new trivia teams for U.S. history. Uh-huh. 
Welcome back. We are on to our second team trivia contest, and we have two new teams. Do you guys want to try out your buzzers before we begin? These things sound like they cost twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Fantastic. Right. Well done, Miss Turner. We've got a couple of team names. What's our team name over here? We are the pancakes. Pan the pancakes. And are you guys the waffles? Uh, we're Team Lemonade Brisk. Oh, Love excellent. It. That's great. Very creative. We're a culinary. Are any, I don't know if any of these questions are about food. They are not. Um, thank you, Miss Turner. <laughs> All right. So here's your first question. Are you ready? Get those buzzers near the mic so our audience can hear you when you buzz in. What former general counsel of the ACLU replaced Byron White on the Supreme Court in 1993 and in 2006 became the only woman in the group on the Supreme Court. I'll give you a hint. Sometimes people refer to him by refer to her by using only three letters. The first one is R. The second one is B. Audience? Anybody know this answer in the audience? Just shout it out. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Go. Way to go, Miss Turner. Miss Turner got the answer. If nothing else, maybe we'll all learn a few things today. That's all right. We're bad at this. That's okay. All right. Are you ready for question two? Pancakes and lemonade brisk. Yes. What Supreme Court case involving an undelivered judge's commission? was decided in 1803 and first established the unconstitutionality of a law via judicial review. Uh, Marbury versus Madison? That, that is, is correct. Right, one for Team Lemon Brisk. One for Team Lemon Brisk. Take it away, Mr. Turner. Get the next one. We're going to get this All right, question three. Who chaired the UN Human Rights Commission and advised the Peace Corps after Harry Truman succeeded her husband, Franklin, in the White House? Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. That is correct. They're on a roll. Oh, that was amazing. Absolute unit. Oh, One more correct answer from Team Lemon Brisk, and they'll take it away with the win. Very exciting. Go ahead, Mr. Kellett. Mm, I'm trying to pick which one here. Meetings at Conkey's Tavern to arrange jailbreaks for indebted farmers led to which Massachusetts uprisings in 1786 and 1787? Um, Shay's Rebellion? Shay's Rebellion is correct. Keeping it interesting. Keeping it. We have to come back in the making. Keep it down. Keep it down. (laughs) Mr. Turner, you want the next one? I, I can't wait. All right. On May 6th, in 1937, at Lakehurst, New Jersey, 36 people were killed by a fire aboard what German Zeppelin? The Hindenburg. That is correct. correct. Thank you to all of our participants. Does the Lemon Brisk win a prize? They do, just the same as the last group. All right. (laughs) Thank you to both our teams. It was a good try. Good try. Good try, team. All right. Miss Turner. Yes. We have here on our agenda that we're going to end on a high note. Not that this whole thing hasn't been a high note. It's been fantastic. 
What do you think about our first live studio audience podcast, Ms. Turner? I have loved this. This has been really fun, but um, very loud. I'm, but I am very happy that there is so much excitement for the podcast out there. Yeah, I think that um, it's taught us some things about uh, how we can try to have a little fun, use a little technology. Uh, Lower the volume. Well, I'll, I'll work on that in post-production. <laughs> very um, But we want to end on a high note. So, uh, Ms. Turner. Yes, no, I wanted to end, not that we haven't been talking about all kinds of fun things that have made us happy, um, but I wanted to end with some things that are going on that are making us happy around the building. And so, actually, mine was about Miss Mackey even before she was here. She came into my room the other day and told me that she loved how my room was decorated and wanted my help decorating her office. So that made me real feel really nice. That's fantastic. And I really enjoyed uh, – <laughs> I sent out a picture to the faculty of myself and Mr. Calman – uh, I posted on Instagram as uh, as uh, characters in uh, the Step Brothers uh, film because they made the steps. So we took it, yes, because we they worked the on the step sign up process, and I got a lot of compliments. People said, "Wow, they gave me a good laugh." I heard that it was going uh, viral. That you received it back from um, surrounding somebody, school districts. Somebody, I'll just say, who worked in another town, texted my wife a picture <laughs> of me in the Step Brothers uh, picture, it went viral. and she was like, uh, "What is this?" Uh, <laughs> And I was like, nothing. Don't worry about it. Just having a little fun over at Algonquin. So I think we need to have one student volunteer come up here and say one positive thing about this week. Maybe someone we haven't heard from. Someone yet. we haven't heard from would be fantastic. Someone who willingly wants to come up on their own. Uh, I think they're having trouble getting out of their desks right now, Miss Turner. So one positive thing. Thank you. Well, there's been a pretty nice break from the normal school day. Fantastic. Yes, and the <laughs> steps are great. They're a great break. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that positive thought. And I hope you enjoyed this break. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Four Score and Seven Podcasters, the live edition. We'll see you next time.